Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. No guarantee on the box, but it's not on the box. It should always be on the box, comforting you, calling out, I'm good, I'll never let you down. Think owning brake pads that aren't guaranteed is dangerous. Just wait till you see how dangerous non-guaranteed income will be in your retirement. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money. The Worry-Free Retirement with your host, Tony Walker. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Them that have it, get more of it. The less they need it, the more they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. What comes to mind when you think of the word guarantee? Well, Webster's Dictionary defines guarantee this way. An assurance of the quality of or of the length of use to be expected from a product offered for sale, often with a promise of reimbursement. For instance, you buy a brand new oven and the salesman selling it to you says that the oven is guaranteed to work for 10 years. That means in your mind, right, if the oven quits working, let's say at five years, the manufacturer of that oven is gonna replace it because it was guaranteed to work. Seems quite simple. Well, on this classic clip that we played earlier from the movie Tommy Boy, the late comedian Chris Farley plays the role of a brake salesman who is attempting to sell his company's brake pads, which by the way, come with no guarantee by Tommy's company, to an auto parts dealer who is demanding Tommy Boy guarantee the quality of his brakes, something that Tommy Boy can't do. Nevertheless, in a twist of logic and fate, Tommy Boy successfully convinces this customer that guarantees don't really matter, and as a result of his convincing sales tactics, the customer agrees to replace the current brakes he sells, which are guaranteed to his customers, with Tommy Boy's brakes, which are not. Well, welcome, folks, to the Worry-Free Retirement. Uh, in case you just missed uh, last week's show, by the way, you can listen to all of our shows, our podcast at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. We covered this notion of being single or eventually becoming single and the loss of a income as a result of a divorce or the death of a loved one. And today, we're gonna to talk about, and kind of a warning shot over the bow, the dangers of losing guaranteed income in retirement and not having guaranteed income to replace it. But before we get started, we gotta introduce America's favorite financial sidekick, Aaron Orander, who just happens to be working in the studio this morning with his favorite sidekick, at the technical helms, Megan Murphy, but we got you mic'd up over there, Aaron. So the first question is, how are you doing this morning? Good morning, sir. I'm doing great. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm really excited about today's show. Um, you know, last week kind of set the stage as we talked about singleness and the idea when people die or become divorced, they don't know this, but they lose an income. So not only today will we give you a great example of that, but I think this whole notion of making sure people understand what's guaranteed and what's not is important. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. 
So my question, I'm going to put you on the spot. Have you ever had something in your mind that you thought was guaranteed and turned out to be not guaranteed? Any instances you can think of? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, probably a couple. Well, I mean, you know, not, not, to, not to be a downer or anything, but we've talked about this before, all of us having parents that divorced. I mean, I, you know, growing up, I mean, you know, you just think your parents are going to stay together. That's and right. then when they don't, it's kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> And no guarantee on that, I guess. Okay. That's um, a good example. Yeah, I mean I've had I've had appliances break over the years. Um that, you know, it was guaranteed to work or um or, you know, like the home insurance that that we pay every every month or whatever. You know, when when something breaks, we expect it to be fixed. You That's know, very good. There's a guarantee to that. Good. I expect that. And let me tell you a funny story about that. Not funny, funny, but I am normally, I am not a big warranty guy. Okay. I usually don't buy warranties, okay? Because I come from the background of insurance. You mentioned the word insurance. Really, a warranty is an insurance policy, right? Right. And speaking of this example I use with ovens, I, I have quite a few appliances in my home. I don't know what got under my skin, but I had a weak moment, and I bought extended warranties on all this stuff because it was pretty expensive. I never do this, Aaron. Now, this is the funny part. So five years goes by. We had one minor hiccup, one minor hiccup, where we get, we're going to get back 500 bucks. I won't even tell you how much I paid for these warranties. <laughs> the warranties have all now expired, and guess who won that game? The, the, the companies, the, the companies. insurance companies. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the idea of guaranteeing me, I kind of fell for it. The idea of guaranteeing me something that really only lasted five years, I really was weighing that against, well, these appliances could be good for 10 years, right. and thus I lost that money. Well, folks, what we're talking about today is a long-term issue. We're not talking about a five-year warranty on your appliances. We're talking about guaranteed income that has to last, listen carefully, the rest of your life. And it's just uh, me that worries about people running out of money or worries about the notion that Wall Street cannot provide these guarantees. In fact, Aaron, I kind of think of Wall Street as being like Tommy Boy. You, have you thought about that? Okay. Yeah. So, you know, nothing wrong with putting money in the stock market. Let's clarify that, folks. But what Wall Street never wants to talk about and what they actually kind of, their naysayers is, oh, don't worry about guarantees. You'll be fine. The market always goes up, right? They, they don't. Whereas the guy at the auto parts dealer that says, hey, let's play that clip of him talking about the guarantees on the box. This is hilarious. No guarantee on the box. But it's not on the box. It should always be on the box, comforting you, calling out. I'm good. I'll never let you down. So what are we talking about? We are talking about things in writing, things that are guaranteed, kind of like this auto parts dealer. We want to make sure that our income is going to last as long as we do. And it's just not me talking about it. A Nobel Prize winning economist, his name is William Sharp. He, can, he has no skin in the game. All he does is analyze numbers and investments. Here's what he has to say about retirement and not running out of money. He says retirement income planning which is what we at Tony Walker Financial specialize in, is the hardest and nastiest problem in finance. While it may not be simple or easy, listen to what he says, it is imperative if you want a lifetime stream of income, and with all due respect to Mr. Sharp, I would say if you want a lifetime stream of guaranteed income. So how do we do that? What are the dangers that you face when you have guaranteed income that drops off the table and you try to replace it with non-guaranteed income. Good stuff coming your way. You're listening to The Worry for Retirement. I'm Tony Walker. I'll be right back.
Who can you trust? It's one of the most important decisions you'll have to make. Question is, are you ready? Well, we're here to help at Tony Walker Financial. You know, we care more about you than we do your money, and we have over 2,000 happy clients and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Rolling over a 401k, confused about Social Security, maybe you're afraid of running out of money. Learn how to use and enjoy and protect your hard-earned money. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement and the theme of today's show, how can one confidently go into retirement knowing that his or her income, listen carefully, we're using this word guarantee, is guaranteed to last as long as you do. Now what we're going to expose, there's two dangerous myths out there. The first one is constantly pitched by Wall Street. Of course, Wall Street for the most part, other than with this new SECURE Act, we won't get into that. The SECURE Act, which was recently passed, is going to make people, 401k custodians, put annuities inside these 401k plans, and you'll see in a minute why. But nevertheless, for years, Wall Street has controlled trillions of dollars, and they have done that through the Tommy Boy method, where they basically say, don't worry. Don't worry about non-guaranteed products that we offer, which they're not. The majority of products offered by Wall Street are not guaranteed. And this is why my granddad and many of his generation enjoyed those pensions. They enjoyed mailbox money. We'll talk about this because that mailbox money is guaranteed to last as long as you do. And then the second myth is, well, if I do lose a spouse, you know, last week we talked about losing a spouse. Have you thought any more about that show, Aaron? I mean, the losing a spouse over death or divorce. Oh, I yeah. mean, just isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and I think about uh, the timing of this. The, by the way, the recording of this show is January 28th, 2020. And I hate to say this, Aaron, with the recent tragic death of Kobe Bryant and the loss of his daughter and those poor people on that helicopter, guess where my mind went to immediately? His kids. His kids and his wife. Yeah. Now, granted, don't get me wrong. I mean, I've loved Kobe Bryant. I think he's one of the greatest ever. Uh, I know people like LeBron. I put him way above LeBron just because I think he was – killer on defense. I mean, I don't, he was one of the best defensive players ever. So you couple that, he, to me, he's, he's not ahead of Michael. I wouldn't put him ahead of Michael, quite frankly, but I would put him ahead of LeBron. I think he was that good. But what I worry about, you know, unfortunately, Kobe is dead and gone. But left now, and I saw an article about this, they're already talking about how large his estate is mm -hmm. and many of the threats to his estate, whether it's lawsuits, money managers. See, Kobe's gone. So his wife, is it, even though they're worth millions and millions of dollars, is now in a totally different place than she was just a few days ago. Yep. Pretty, pretty scary stuff. Yep. And I don't know what her financial acumen is. I tell you what, though, she better have somebody in her corner she can really trust. I hope she does. But anyway, so as we think about the idea of losing a spouse and income going down, you know, that's true. I hadn't even thought about that, depending on the contracts Colby had. But can you imagine potentially with his abilities and his name to go out and continue to earn all this money through endorsements, well, that's gone. So in yep. some ways, one could argue, well, yeah, but Miss Bryan has plenty of money. Well, the fact remains, potentially a lot of her income will, will slow down or stop, right? Right. Depending on what Kobe right. could have done. And well, coincidentally, not to interrupt you, no, Tony, go ahead. but you know, that same day that Kobe passed, um, I saw through social media a girl that I went to high school with. She passed away. Now, she was in her 30s and two kids. 
not nearly as much money as Kobe had, but you know, she's she's gone. She yeah. just she passed and now her husband and her two daughters are are left to deal with that, you know. That's right. And I don't want to use this as a good segue, I guess, to talk about real quickly. I'm excited about something, <clears throat> and, I, and I'm serious, folks. I didn't set this up as a pitch for my new book, but next week, okay, it's this very subject. Now, you've got to remember, folks, I've got an interesting life story. Growing up as a lower middle class kid from divorced parents and all that stuff, I tell it in this book I've got coming out. But I've also got 35 years of meeting face-to-face, -face, and I can document this, I've met with over 15 thousand people face to face i'm not talking about a radio call-in show and sitting behind a mic and bla you know blasting out commands and demands i'm talking about sitting knees to knees nose to nose face to face eyes to eyes for extended periods of time trying to understand where people are coming from in regards to their money and what they're wanting to do with it uh, in fact i would argue aaron i probably have as much experience as anybody in the country in terms of meeting with people and there's something about all these meetings that I wanted to talk about. And with that, this book I've worked so hard on is going to be out next week. We've got a special release of this book. The title, Live Well, Die Broke. And it's exactly what we're talking about, folks. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how little you have. If you don't spend and enjoy what you got right now, eventually you are going to die. And when you die, we all die broke. I mean, as we, you know, as the old saying goes, you cannot take this money with you. So what we're going to do, we're going to have special VIP, VIP pricing. The book for one day only coming up, we're not going to give you the release date yet. It's coming up next week. It's going to be released at a one day, 24 hour special of 80% off the cover price just for one day only. So if you want to be sure to be contacted to let you know when that launch date's going to be, all you do is log on. It, the website is called livewelldiebroke.com. Livewelldiebroke.com. Just give us your basic information and we will let you know and send you the link when that book is going to be ready so you can purchase it at an 80% discount. I can assure you, if you're one of those that's following under what I call the guilt trip gospel, if you're afraid to spend and enjoy your money, if you're having trouble understanding what Aaron and I are talking about, that today could be your last, so certainly we want to enjoy today and plan for tomorrow. Don't get me wrong. We still have to do planning. But this book, I'm telling you, will liberate you and give you a better sense of what to do with your money, how to enjoy it, and more importantly, what we're talking about today, how not to run out of it on a guarantee basis. How's that sound, Aaron? Pretty yeah. good. Set it up pretty good? Okay, yeah. good deal. All right. So let's think about who we're really talking about. Now, in a stereotypical, I, you might even call this chauvinistic world, but if we might, let's quote something from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Who are we really talking to? Well, we're talking to men and women, but we have to also state this fact. Listen very carefully. The median income for women over the age of 65 was about $17,300. It's not a lot of money. It's about, now here's what's kind of sad. It's about 80% less. Now remember, these are 65-year-olds, so we got to say stereotypical, not always, but a lot of those females, when they were young, probably didn't work outside the household and make the money their husband made. You see right. what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that was just the way it was back then. It's changing now, but, so we're talking about 65-year-olds, folks. We're not talking about 35-year-olds. It's about 80% less of the median income for men. That's quite a bit, isn't it? Yeah. Now, men, the average is about 31000 so roughly about half in terms of you just take the average, but that's still a big difference in income. So, you, you know, basically, 
a lot of people, when they pass away, assume that always the husband's going to die first. And that usually does. But you know what? I think I mentioned this on the show. Last week alone, we had two husbands in their early 70s whose wives had passed away first that we were helping them with claim forms for the death claim. And one who had to put his wife in a nursing home at 69. So it doesn't always happen. But statistically, what we're, what we're saying is here, most females do outlive their male counterparts. Don't believe me? Run over to the local nursing home. Check it out. There's probably, you know, 70 women running around and you got five or six, I don't know, would you say lucky males walking lucky around? Lucky men? Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> but it, it's a huge ratio. I mean, it does happen. Nine out of 10 women will survive their male counterparts. Um, so it's hard to make up that income when a spouse dies, especially if we're going to this stereotypical notion that the male counterpart has more money and has accumulated more money. Give an example. Let's say they have a pension. This happens a lot. The male has a pension and maybe it's $4,000 a month, but at death, in many cases, that pension will reduce to $2,000 a month. Have you ever seen those, Aaron? I've showed you those before. Yeah. We're called survivor benefits. Well, then what people forget is, oh, well, yeah, 2,000 months, so what? I, I can make it. Well, wait a minute. Let's say the male was drawing 2,500 of Social Security, and let's say his female counterpart was drawing half of that, 1,250 a month, let's just say. At his death, the female counterpart who survives in this example would lose her Social Security. So now she's down over $3,200 a month. All of this guaranteed income is gone. Well, then somebody might argue, well, yeah, but didn't John Doe out there have him a 401k plan or something like that? Can't she just draw that? Well, there's a problem there. First of all, but because she's single, she's probably going to creep up into a higher tax bracket. Also, since she lost some Social Security, which was more tax favored. Listen closely, folks. This is stuff you've got. You don't have to understand it, but you have to know how the system works. And that's why you need to get with somebody like us. We understand it and know how the system works so we can maximize what you've got to live on. So see, see what's going on here. She loses a pension. She loses a social security. Uh, now all of a sudden she's going to draw from the 401k. Let's say it's still at risk. Let's say hubby left that thing in the stock market. So we're recording this show on January 28th, 2020. As we record the show, the stock market is at an all-time high. But just to show you how volatile it is, Aaron, do you, you don't keep up with the market. Did you realize the market dropped a bunch yesterday? No, okay. I did not. Guess why it did. This is, this is not funny, funny, folks, but this is funny. Why do you think the market dropped a bunch yesterday? It did. I have no idea. It What's going on in China? Oh, the, the virus, the big... The, the flu. The flu, whatever yeah. That thing is. Coronavirus or whatever they call it, yeah. I, I mean... Folks, all I'm trying to say is it just shows you how volatile the stock market is. Who would have ever thought that some virus in China, and we don't know what's going to happen to that. I mean, that's kind of scary stuff. That's almost like the movies. Remember the movies where a virus sweeps over the country <laughs> and there's nothing left? I mean, yeah. I don't know. But the point is, folks, you don't know either. So in this example, what we're talking about is a spouse losing a pension, a spouse living, losing Social Security, that surviving spouse going into a higher tax bracket, that surviving spouse, unbeknownst to them, starts yanking money out of a 401k that's not guaranteed, that could go down in value, that could raise their taxes. And quite frankly, because of this strategy of not having guaranteed income to replace guaranteed income, I'll tell you what's going to happen to that surviving spouse. They're going to start worrying. And here's what usually happens, Aaron, because I see it play out. Remember, folks, I'm meeting with hundreds of people a year, and most of these people are retired. You know what plays out when they start realizing what's going on? Do you think they spend more or spend less? 
spend less. They spend less. So the exact opposite happens. As they get older, when they should relax and enjoy their money because of this newfound freedom, for lack of a better word, of being single, they have this burden of less income, potentially more taxes, more risk, and the fear of a Tommy Boy syndrome thinking no more guarantees. So when we come back, I'm going to share with you something most people have never thought about, the other myth that you will actually need very little money when a spouse dies because what people assume is, well, my spouse is deceased. You know, think all the money we're going to save because he or she's not around. Totally opposite. Good stuff coming up to help you prepare for a worry-free retirement. I'll be right back. Who can you trust? It's one of the most important decisions you'll have to make. Question is, are you ready? Well, we're here to help at Tony Walker Financial. You know, we care more about you than we do your money, and we have over 2,000 happy clients and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Rolling over a 401k, confused about Social Security, maybe you're afraid of running out of money. Learn how to use and enjoy and protect your hard-earned money. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement, and uh, I hope you're enjoying today's topic. I, I'm actually really enjoying this show because I, I just love being in the world of guarantees. Now, keep in mind, folks, with our split IRA concept, uh, a lot of people, although we're known around the country as one of the top individual producers of annuities in the country, I mean, I've been doing these things longer than most people could even spell annuity. But you've got to also remember, I've been doing this 35 years. I've been licensed to sell securities for more than 35 years. In fact, I've experienced all of the downturns all the way back to 1987. We do offer some money, not all of it, in the stock market. So I don't know where this notion comes from that Tony Walker hates the stock market or he doesn't recommend the stock market. What you have to understand is this show is geared towards savers. We work with savers. The identity of a saver, their personality is as such. A saver personality is more concerned with the return of their money than on it. This is why we don't recommend a lot of our clients. It doesn't mean you riding down the road should do this. I'm talking about our saver clients. Most of them have no more than 20 to 30% of their overall assets in the market. We recommend other assets like government bonds, bank instruments, fixed annuities. Those are what we recommend as the money that we're gonna guarantee, see, because the stock market is not. It's really pretty simple. If you wanna learn more about what we do and if you'd like to talk to me in person, just a, a no cost, no obligation appointment with me just to go over this type of thing, just log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and click on that, let's get started. Okay, speaking of started, we gotta keep moving here. Aaron says, chop, chop. All right, so here's a huge myth. We talked earlier in the last segment about, let's say hubby, we'll call him Jeff, dies and we'll say leaves Dina and, and uh, Jeff, uh, the, the pension income goes down 2,000 a month in our example. Dina loses her social security. You know, she's down 3,000 a month. She's in a higher tax bracket. She's yanking money out of the 401k. The tax tumor is rearing its head. I mean, it's a disaster. And nobody's done any planning, but it's too late. In this case, Jeff is dead. 
and Dina is left to go it alone. Well, then she probably thinks, well, gosh, surely I'll have less expenses. Well, let's just kind of take a look at that. Now, these are just a few of the expenses. And again, folks, it's different for different people. I'm just trying to get you thinking a little bit. Let's imagine the housing. What we mean by that is the real estate taxes. Maybe they had a house payment, the insurance on it. So Aaron, Dina, and Jeff have about 12000 a year in expenses associated with their house. Are you with me? Okay. But Dina wants to stay in the house. Jeff's dead. Will the expenses on the house go down? No. Well, no, of course they don't. They, they stay the same. So that expense isn't going away. In fact, quite frankly, you know what I run into, uh, Aaron? Dina maybe cannot take care of the 10 acres that Jeff loved to mow. Guess what? She's going to have to pay somebody to do. Right. So Get over there somebody. and mow it. Yep. Okay. So folks, you got to think of this stuff. Utilities. Now, unless Jeff liked the house cold and Dina liked it hot or something like that, let's say the utilities to operate the house were $6,000 a year. Basically, that might go down a little bit, but would you expect that to go down much? I would expect it to say about the same. Uh, yeah, Give well, or take a couple hundred, yeah. maybe. We'll knock it down to 5000 a year. Okay, we'll give okay. it the benefit of the doubt. Maybe Jeff loved the air conditioner on all the time. Dina opens the windows. Okay, whatever. Health insurance. Yeah, granted, it'll drop some. But Dina's still got health insurance to pay for. And depending on what the insurance provided from and where and all that, we'll say that their health insurance was $6,000 a year and maybe it drops to $4,000 a year, whatever. And again, we're talking about prescriptions and all that goes with it. We're just using examples. The taxes on their home, the taxes on their autos, yeah, they might go down a little bit, you know, a tad. The auto tax will go down a little, the home won't, but maybe because they get rid of an auto, so the taxes go down, okay? What about uh, support of grandkids and grandchildren? Now, this is a toughie. Do you think just because, let's say, they're grandparents, that one of them dies that they don't want to still do things for their grandkids? Right. No. But they might not feel like they can if they don't have guaranteed mailbox money. Yeah. Basically, folks, by the way, there's three forms of mailbox money. I talk about this a lot. There's pensions, guaranteed lifetime income, Social Security, guaranteed lifetime income, and individual private annuities, which is what we offer, called annuities. Now, we work with fixed annuities, not uh, variable annuities, which are very risky and full of high fees. Oh, incidentally, it's pretty cool. Next week, Aaron, you know what I've decided to do next week? Is literally talk about annuities and the guarantees, and more specifically, something called income riders. So you've got to check this show out next week, folks. If you own an annuity, thinking about buying an annuity, you're getting bombarded with these seminar ads, these dinner seminar postcards. If it says, find out how to not outlive your money, folks, they're going to be talking about annuities. So you might as well get a second opinion before you just jump into the fire and buy something that may or may not be what you think it is, okay? So yeah, annuities are great products, but they can be awful products if you don't know what you're doing with them. And finally, travel. Now, this is an interesting category here. Travel. Let's say that Jeff and maybe Jeff didn't like to travel a lot. I see this a lot. Sometimes men, as they get older, they could care less about traveling, right? So Jeff and Dina sit at home. Yeah, they, they eat popcorn and watch a lot of reruns of The Rifleman or whatever they're doing. And they only spend $500 a year and Jeff dies. Could possibly, I mean, remember Dina's by herself down. She wants to do some things maybe she's never been able to do. Maybe she's bored. Uh, there's a lot of groups that are starting out there, and a lot of them are, are very safe for females, quite frankly. They're groups that travel abroad, and it's just females. Well, that could be a lot of expense. So here's what we did. In this hypothetical example, before Jeff died, they needed about $2,500 a month to live on. Keep in mind, Dina's going to lose all this income when he dies, right, Jer Aaron? You're with me? Yep. Okay, tons of income in this example. 
But guess what her expenses dropped to? They didn't drop in half. What do you think they dropped to? You want me to add it up for you real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, went from around $2,500 a month in expenses to around $2,100. So big deal. She has $400 a month less expenses, but her income in this example dropped by over $3,500. Folks, this could happen to you. If you're sitting there, I don't care if you're retired or thinking about retirement. If you don't have a game plan, a guaranteed game plan that replaces guaranteed income with more guaranteed income or mailbox money, you really don't have a guaranteed plan. I don't care what Tommy Boy says. So here's what I would suggest you do. Log on right now, TonyWalkerFinancial.com, whether you're in Lexington, Louisville, Southern Indiana, Bowling Green area, we have three convenient offices to serve you, and I will be happy to give you a second opinion on your game plan. We provide a written game plan to all of our clients and prospective clients at no cost, so you have nothing to lose and possibly lots of guaranteed income and even, yes, mailbox money to gain. So do it now. Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. And also, one more time, don't forget, for our special VIP pricing coming up next week, and you want to get set up on this, you want to log on to LiveWellDieBroke.com. LiveWellDieBroke.com. Register for special VIP pricing for the book to be released next week so you can save over 80% on the purchase price of this wonderful book on how to enjoy life while you still can. We hope you've enjoyed today's program on the Worry Through Retirement. Next week, we'll be talking about annuities and income riders. What are they? Why are so many annuity peddlers pitching them? And what are the dangers with these riders that you may not know what could hurt you? You've been listening to the Worry Free Retirement. I'm Tony Walker. And until next week, you remember, if all else fails, you be worry free. Funny, funny, funny what money can do.